Today is Tuesday, November 13th, 2018, and this is Life Words Day by Day. Psalm 104, verses 1 and 2. Bless the Lord, O my soul. O Lord, my God, you are very great. You are clothed with splendor and majesty, covering yourself with light as with a garment, stretching out the heavens like a tent. Yesterday, we said that this psalmist talked to himself, and so should you, to remind yourself of the greatness of God. But I want you to notice something in this psalm. The psalm writer begins with the very personal name of God. Yahweh. Anytime you see in the Old Testament the word Lord in all capital letters, that's the translator's way of letting us know that the personal name of Yahweh is being used by the author. We're given all types of titles and descriptors of God, but this is his name that he's given himself by which he is to be known by his people. This name encompasses the fullness of his being, and the psalm writer knows this name. This all-encompassing sovereign God is known by the psalm writer. It was no small matter to utter these words. God is in a covenant relationship with the children of Israel. They know God by name, and yet the descriptions that are laid before us in Psalm 104 are going to skyrocket our thinking about the power and nature of this God so that we would revere and honor Him and be humble before Him in worship. Do you approach God in this way? Is there this type of reverence when you approach His throne in prayer, when you open His Word, when you wake up and re-enter His world? Well, the first thing this psalmist blesses the Lord for is the fullness of His majesty clothed with splendor and majesty, covering yourself with light as a garment. And what the psalmist is saying is that the Lord God is covered up with his own splendor. There's no part of him that is not majestic or splendid. Like the purple robes that cover the length and the breadth of a king who reigns, so too does majesty and splendor and magnificence and glory clothe and cover up our God. And since this is true, then it's also true that everything the king does carries with it the mark of majesty. It radiates into everything he creates. This is why it says, it is good after God creates the world. Every decree he makes, every action he takes, every blessing of God carries with it the mark of splendor and majesty. Every trial God allows to cross your path carries with it the mark of splendor and majesty because it's working for his glory and the believer's good. You see, there's a difference between appearing majestic and full of splendor, and no doubt God appears that way. But there's a difference between appearing majestic and being majestic. Our God is both. When my son was little, he was really into Indians. And he would dress up like one. He would wear shorts and he wouldn't wear a shirt. And he would take one of his mama's scarves and tie it around his head. And he would take one of her big combs and stick it in the back of his headband for a feather. And his appearance was like that of an Indian, sort of. But there's no Indian blood running through his body. But God appears majestic because he is majestic. Well, then the psalmist tries to stretch our minds a bit. He tries to give us a reference point for thinking of the greatness of God. And the psalm writer is trying to get you to think in terms of the size of God. And even though God doesn't have a size that can contain him, 
We need to compare him to something so that we can understand just a taste of the immensity of this God that we are blessing and that blesses us. The text says that he stretches out the heavens like a curtain. With the flip of his wrist, Yahweh stretches the heavens into place. And so the point is not to give up on trying to wrap your mind around the majesty of God. The point is try to imagine how big God is and then be blown away by the fact that anything you compare God's majesty to doesn't come close to the reality. And yet, this is our God. You see, when we fail to do this, when we fail to consider the majesty our God possesses, we will forget. Our thoughts of God grow small. He becomes sinfully familiar to us. And what the psalmist is showing us is that the God of the Bible is more than enough for us. Whatever situation you find yourself in today, he desires for his majesty and splendor to be interjected into that situation. And when God is glorified, his people become joyful. So bless him because of the majesty he possesses. From the LifeWord team worldwide, broadcasting in 43 languages in 121 countries and to a potential audience of 2 billion people, we pray that you'll walk with Jesus day by day.